Gentlemen, you are both drunk on cosmic wine. Welcome to the show. I'm Dr. Mark Sylvester. And I'm Dr. Richard Schulman. This, this is All Psych. Hi, and welcome to the show. We're doing something a little different today. And I'm coming to you through a virtual space, a virtual reality. And I thought it was nice. It was Halloween themed since we're coming up on that. But I did have a few minutes and I thought, what better to talk about than the meaning of life? Some light reading. All of us have asked ourselves this question. And I think this question has more of a, a burning intensity, a yearning to understand, to heal, to accept. The last couple of years have been difficult for all of us. We share in each other's anxieties, fears, losses, pain, suffering, anxiety. How's it gonna end? When's it gonna end? Are we gonna make good come from this? Are we gonna wake up and discover why we're here, what we're doing? What does it all mean, Basil? The purpose or meaning of life is coming up right now. So buckle up, get your tinfoil hat, and listen closely to what I hope resonates with you and reminds you of the meaning of life, your purpose, and your soul's journey. Well, we, we must first define life because I think most people have a similar understanding of what life is, things that can eat, reproduce, live, die. But life is actually far more than that. Life in this context is really more of a definition of existence. What is existence? Most of us agree in this time, space, consensus, reality. Many of us believe in things outside of our usual daily perceptions. It's really not that far of a stretch if you think about it. Really, until the first microscope or telescope was invented, we had no concept idea or even imagination of what those worlds were like, what our place is and our ability to understand the universe, the way it works, why it came into being, who built the pyramids. I mean, there's just so many great questions. But ultimately life I like best defined is this. It's being able to create and perceive thought experience and observe that which makes you you, which makes you unique. Many people believe the brain creates thought. It's actually the brain was created by thought. Ultimately thoughts manifest the physical reality that we live in. They can affect matter, sometimes obviously and repeatedly, like the dual slit experiment of early modern physics, for example. If we all are from the same source, it makes sense to understand the concept of collective unconscious or collective consciousness. 
we've all referred to that concept as a different uh, perception, maybe God or, or divine order or, or source. Uh, and we can extrapolate back pretty much to what most people agree is the beginning of this universe and the Big Bang. Okay, what was before that? Where's it going? How was it here? The illusion of separateness is due to our conscious fragmentation. Our ego, our identity, our sense of self, we learn, we have modeled, and we assume based on our soul's journey and our, and our intention for why we are here and what we are here to do. Each thought is potential energy. From source, it can create its own self-awareness. By itself, without this plane, likely without other planes of existence, higher, lower, left, right, inside, outside, multidimensional, multiverses, super strings, Source really isn't entirely self-aware, not in the way that we are. We are a brief facet and expression of that which created us. So likely there are multiple universes, possibly infinite universes. They most likely exist simultaneously and to sound a little like the matrix as everywhere and nowhere. Time seems to only have existence and purpose here in this place is given birth to by matter and the three-dimensional space and our ability to understand our location in the universe. So space-time is, is fluid. This isn't really a concept that's difficult to most people. Anyone who understands basic laws of physics can see this. Sound delay, light delay, looking up at the stars, you're looking back in time. So it's a constant, fluid, evolving, developing 360 degree in this dimension, holographic consciousness. Each of us represents within us that hologram and awareness and understanding of the entire universe, its existence, its observation of itself and its experience. You are a fragment of that source that develops into what we call a soul, a spirit, a katra, if you're a Vulcan. You are a God. You are the God. We are all many gods with that power to manifest and create reality in our existence. That's why I chose this backdrop. So I could come to you through layers of existence, through the internet, through this screen, through this mirror. I, like you, are everywhere and nowhere. Our existence gives us the opportunity 
to freeze that frame like a hummingbird's wings that slowly slows down into a short existence of 80 years or so. Kind of gives us a spiritual opportunity to stop and smell the roses, to observe ourselves, to think about these planes of existence. Are we living in a simulation? You're watching this through a simulation of a simulation within a potential simulation. We know with microscopes and telescopes, clearly there is observation even within our physical senses that we have been missing for millions, if not billions of years. So there are multiple points of perspective. Video games or a reality within a reality. There's no evidence that we're not in a video game or some computers and construct reality. There's nothing to refute that. But you're, you're transcending consensus reality. When you live life with the awareness of where you're from, what is your purpose? Why is it important to interact with each other in the, in the universe, in the earth? Why is it important to think of the big picture, our soul's journey? You're on the frontier of the source's existence. Your free will shapes the future. It's the power, the divine power that's given to each one of us. Whether we're human, an animal, or even a rock. Many of you believe all physical matter has some consciousness, some awareness, whether that's a self-awareness and a sentience and an ability to ask big questions like this, or simply a still observation, like a snapshot and taking in the beauty of life of our biology, of our interconnectedness, our interdependence. There's significant evidence in modern physics that your facet, your particular wavelength co-creates with the source. So in that regard, each of us is a, like a wave to the ocean. We're unique. We're separate, we're transient, we're expression, but we're from a much larger pool. The ocean has to exist for us to be able to make waves. And certainly life feels like an endless series of waves lately. And our desire to assign importance or value something good or bad happening to us. Puts us in the passive role, puts us in the passenger seat of our own understanding of our destiny. It's normal to recoil within, to become more myopic when fear, threat, anxiety, hunger, or are in your 
face in your in your self-awareness in the forefront of your mind but an ability to remember that this is really earth school think of life's lesson as just that a class for for our soul's development so conscious reality expands and function as a as a crucible of truth reality existence you are essentially an avatar within this video game of life, within the earth school. All of your emotions, perceptions, your intuition, they're all manifestations of the source. Therefore, follow your joy because it's your connection, your path to that source. I'm gonna introduce an underlying premise called reincarnation. Many people believe in that. Many people don't believe in anything beyond their senses. But most people believe in some spirit that animates us, that transcends the physical death. Whether that's one time or multiple times, your intention, therefore, is the universal objective perspective. Your life is a momentary focus on learning a lesson, a task, experiencing a feeling, a situation, a wisdom and growth, a transcendence through hardships, through joys, through discoveries, through purpose and meaning. Therefore, the sum of all thought, all life, all objects, all energy, every level of complexity creates this infinitely complex tapestry of life without bad, we would have no good. Therefore, the meaning of life is arguably to use your infinitely unique facet, your expression of source, to become increasingly self-aware within this space-time reality we collectively call Earth. They call it consensus reality. And that experience happens through connection to source, living in your life's intention, if we're talking reincarnation, that may be a contract made before you came to earth, choosing your parents, choosing main life lessons, person, uh, soul's development and personal journey and growth unique to this life that you're in right now. The planet, the universe, divine oneness, source, However you like to understand it, it's clearly a power greater than yourself. It's guiding, course correcting, understanding, developing. Is that the same as predestination? Mm, maybe, kind of. There's no requirement. You chose 
this life's journey. You chose the things that will happen to you that will cause your soul to learn, to grow. These are the things that happen during life reviews, near-death experiences, journeys to the Bardo plane, the Akashic records. We're constantly interacting with source due to our physical projection, our physical manifestation, our interaction with each other and ourselves, the planet, the universe. I want you to introduce the concept of synchronicities. Some people call it being in the flow of the soul's journey down its own life's path. Something important towards your soul's contract, planned lessons, and earth school. This sounds like a lot of work. Well, it is. Do you have to do it? No. You have the power to create or destroy your life's very existence. Why not just commit suicide? This is, uh, you know, hit the reset button. This is a lot of work. People do that. It might temporarily stop whatever fear, pain they're experiencing in the moment. But it's a permanent solution to a temporary problem. And it's really slapping God in the face and claiming you know better. Even if you just want a way out, odds are your next life, you're going to want to do the same thing. You want another chance. After all, you were the one that chose the major events that happened to your life. However, you can guide it with your own self-will. All the way from checking out, killing yourself. This is overwhelming. I don't want to do this. I have too much pain. I don't have options. I can no longer suffer. All the way to nirvana, to enlightenment, to merging with the source, to being able to live above, outside, around our consensus reality in this plane of existence. Wow. With great power comes great responsibility then. But also comes great liberation. When you reframe your daily life, the things that happen to you, the people who you encounter, interact with, love, hate. I could start quoting my favorite Pink Floyd song here about us and them. Ultimately, our illusion of separateness. You are not fumbling through life. You're not a victim of life and events that happen to you. This isn't a random unfolding series of events that happen for no reason, with no plan, no purpose. You're following your own spirit hunt. It's kind of like a scavenger hunt, or I like to think of it as that hot, cold game when you're really getting close to fighting the prize. Warmer, warmer, colder, colder. 
you we get warmer as we become aware of ourselves, the source within ourselves. We become warmer when we live in that wise mind, when we observe through a cosmic perspective, when we understand the nature of existence and its timelessness. Boy, it really takes a lot of pressure off. That feels good. It keeps things in context, perspective. It gives you understanding. It gives you meaning. It gives you purpose. It gives you acceptance. It gives you objectivity. So when good things happen or bad things, you recognize they're just things. It's our value that determines whether good comes from them, how we react to them. Do we give up? Do we face the the problem, the insurmountable? Do we face our own death with fearlessness or anger and resentment? Life allows all of us similar shared experiences. Each of us is born, we create, we love, we endure, we observe, we experiment, we even suffer. Often we do it alone. We saw this in 2020. Rather than unite against a common adversary, we turned on each other. When we stress, we regress. Fear makes that happen. It does that to people. So I guess Shakespeare was really right. Really, life is but a dream in that regard. The whole world's a stage, and its people are merely players. In this case, the world is a plane of existence, our soul created to sample itself, to observe itself, to love itself, to understand itself, and to express itself. And that's what you are, an infinitely unique expression of a divine source. Some of us know that. Some of us remember that. Some of us ignore that. Some of us fear that. If source is truly infinite, boundless, and timeless, then only as a human and our shared human experience, things like love, the the. the touch of a baby's skin, the smell of gardenias in the spring. Pain of absence and loss, merging with nature in a timeless moment, gazing into a lover's eyes, seeing the future and hope through a child's development. Understanding birth, death, sampling all that we know through our five senses, although arguably we're getting information outside those senses. It's still debated what 
and how and why. But literally every human experience is unfolding because of you, for you, not at you. You're not a passenger who's passively riding in the back with an inability to steer your own bus, bus's journey to its destination. After all, Aerosmith did say life is a journey, not a destination. Great sage, Stephen Tyler. So your life is really a slowed down, stretched out, beautiful sampling observation of the existence that it created here in this universe, in this reality, in this time, in this place, in this planet. Whenever I get overwhelmed, I watch a three minute clip from Carl Sagan called Pale Blue Dot. It puts me into cosmic perspective, a wise mind. It helps me understand the process and balance of my life, of existence, of what we're all developing, understanding, discovering, and experiencing ourselves so we can bring it back to that source and share it with itself. So how do we apply this to our day-to-day life? I mean, we're simply animals that essentially are spending its whole life searching for the scent of itself, spiritually speaking. Unfinished business, soul development, observational targets ultimately will compel you back to a similar life, a similar experience, and a similar lesson. You chose it. In your wise source, higher self, you made that decision. You are driving the bus. You just don't remember where it's pointed, when you did it, and why it's on cruise control. If life is some sort of experiment or or observation of itself, then this would be required to understand all levels of reality, of existence, interaction. Similar to a double-blinded, placebo-controlled clinical trial, being born into this life requires you consciously forget other forms of your existence, past or present, in the linearity of time and the way we think of it, is irrelevant. All that matters is now, this moment, you watching this video, me coming to you through a digital mirror in a digital world, bringing internet into your home from me to you in a unique time, space, and moment. That is the power of now. That's the power of your creativity to to direct your life 
but more importantly, to direct your experience. You don't consciously remember the high points, the outline that you chose. Some people do, most don't. The people that do may have a higher lesson, a higher level of challenge, a higher uh, complexity of experience, a higher understanding of awareness. Certainly children seem to remember past lives. Many speak languages they couldn't possibly know or remember details of people that really did live before them and possibly in the future to come. So suicide and things like that, trying to take an easy way out, will only strengthen and make that wave greater and compel that lesson to try harder. The soul's always up for a challenge. In order to be in and live with your soul's purpose, you must always remember, we're all one. I am you, you are me. It's kind of why I chose the mirror. Uh, you really should do something about that face rash, by the way. Uh, oh, sorry, I got mixed up for a second. You were, you were me there. Well, if we're all from one source with the power to create, shape, and interact with ourselves, then life does not happen to you, right? But for you. Instead of saying, why did this happen to me? Why do bad things always happen to me? Remind yourself, this experience is ultimately chosen by you because of you and shaped by you. You have that power to determine how you're going to react, experience, accept, fear, run away, give up, or lean into pain, sit in suffering, process emotions, journey towards healing and understanding, chase joy, Follow your passions, connect with people. We've lost that very quickly. It's scary to think what this disconnect will bring. I can't imagine, and it overwhelms me if I spend too much time on that thought. We have to focus on the people, animals, the earth, but most importantly, yourself, your higher self, your purpose, your meaning, what brings you joy, your appreciation and your gratitude, and the understanding the infinite number of things that must have happened to make you here in this realm all of the ancestors, all of the development of the universe and of our galaxy and our, and our star system and our, and our planet and the time in which we live. It's important to remember, we're just beginning to learn about why we're here. We were living in caves not that long ago. 
now we're trying to colonize the universe to become more in sync with it, more interacting with it, to live, love, laugh, learn, to be curious. To be here in this time on your path, your soul's journey with such potential is really a humbling and awesome thing. Perhaps the saddest part of it is we all take it for granted. Why? Look at the complexity. Look at the sentience of human, of the human brain in the billions of billions of known years. It would be very hard to understand and focus and observe all of it simultaneously. The reducing valve, the myopathy, the myoscopic view of your existence gives it better understanding, better insight, better focus, better intention. Don't take it for granted. Recall these universal truths like, you know, the grass is always greener on the other side. Or we want what we don't have. Instead of wanting and appreciating that which we do have, which we have been given, that which is to come, our family, our friends, our job, each other, that is going to help us out of the suffering that's increased and the palpable fear, hopelessness, and loss that many people are feeling. That's why I made this video. It gives me hope to keep this awareness. Because after all, food never really tastes as good as when you're starving. Air never smells as fresh if you're living on a submarine or living in a cave, if you're deprived of it. You're deprived of this existence because it never happened until you intended it to come into fruition. That's what I meant by you are God. You have a hand in creation, not just of your own life, but of existence itself. A lot of potential, a lot of fear. Many people take a passive role in their own life because they're overwhelmed, because they don't think about this, because they don't understand, because they're tired, because they don't want to, because they think they know better what, the, what their own destinies or desires are in life. Usually they're driven by the ego. Pain. It's an indication you need to change something. Without life's challenges, there would be no contrast. There would be no learning, growth, value, and spiritual lessons. Life isn't a test. It's a discovery of the evolution of existence. I'll close with a quote from the famous philosopher Ferris Bueller. 
don't take life so seriously. You'll never get out alive. Take care of each other. Take care of yourself. Most of all, be well. See you next time.